Hello everyone, this is It's Belgium Waffle, aka the editor for the Hockey North podcast. Welcome to the Hockey North podcast for this week. Uh, you're seeing a bit of a raunchy setup as I'm just traveling in between um, living arrangements as it is at the moment because I am actually out of town for work as it is. Um, happy th- Canadian Thanksgiving from us here at Hockey North. Um, we've decided to take the week here to take the time uh, and we're not going to be posting any... Um, regular content for the podcast today for our weekly uh, stats and statistics from the analytics from the last week Um, because we want to take the time let everyone rest and spend time with the family but we also wanted to give you guys some content so as we have today we have Rachel Lowen an interview with her truly so please do enjoy the interview with Rachel Lowen All right, I'm with uh, Northern Capitals captain and veteran defenseman, uh, Rachel Lowen. Uh, Rachel, uh, second and final season with the Capitals. You're the captain of uh, the Caps this season. Uh, First and foremost, uh, how does it feel to be named captain of this team? It was really good. It's actually my third season. I started out during the COVID year, so it wasn't really a season. But it feels great leading this group. It's such a great group of girls being the leader on and off the ice. It's just an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Now, you've had some good mentors uh, playing in front of you, playing a lot more prominent roles uh, last season in Keegan Goulet and Ella Boone, uh, just to name a couple. Uh, what did you learn from those two players and what was it like kind of playing with them in that really good year last year where you were within a game away of winning the championship? Yeah, um, definitely. I learned by them that hard work pays off. Those girls really worked hard and I just kind of took that under my arm and thought they're going places by working hard. So obviously I can get somewhere with that. And they were great leaders. They were always there. They were always a helping hand. It was just awesome to have the experience playing with them. I I know the new season has just gotten underway, but let's, let's kind of reminisce about last season a little bit more. Uh, what made last year's group so special? What, what made everything kind of click the way that it did? Um, it was my family. We, we did so much together. It was such a fun group of girls. We, the sewer ball before game, we were all just so excited to play. Everybody was determined to win. We all had the drive to win and having the experiences of the losses in the beginning of the season and then getting stuck in Vancouver really brought us together as well during the mudslide and we all just kind of formed together, built a bond. And when it hit that final time playing against Fraser Valley, it was just surreal. We, I never felt closer with the team. Mm-hmm. And of course you went to a lot of showcase tournaments too. Like I know your team sometimes will go to Calgary or you'll go to Wilcox or you'll go down to the lower mainland for a showcase. Just talk about how those tournaments kind of really help team chemistry, team bonding, and just kind of, Give your players some added exposure. Um, Calgary's good, but by far my favorite showcase is definitely in Saskatchewan. Um, That team experience of having to be at the airport at 4.30 a.m. to get on that plane, we're all bagged, tired. But by the time you get to Vancouver, we're all in a good mood. And we're like, wow, we're actually going three provinces away from home together. We have each other on this. And being in that hotel together and, Really, just when you get into Notre Dame and you're playing that game, you can see how everybody is so close. And especially with our team last year, 
we played in a game where the stands were so loud, you couldn't even hear each other talk. And we all connected on that. And we, it's so hard to explain on how it brings you together. It's just a connection that forms and it makes you feel like family, like living away from home. You don't have your mom and dad there. You don't have your family like billeting for three years. I haven't had my family with me. These girls became my family. Mm-hmm. If that and makes sense. And let's talk about that. I mean, the Capitals recruit from pretty much every corner and around Prince George and across the North. But a lot of the roster makeup from the last several years has been through your hometown of Williams. Like what's kind of in the water down in Williams Lake where you see a lot of really good female hockey players come out of that small uh, caribou community? There must be something good in the water because they get us to work hard. Um, We, the team that I played for, I started playing female hockey second year peewee. I played up into Bantam. So I had one year of peewee and then I just played female hockey for the rest. And you just kind of learn like working together is going to be a payoff, especially in female hockey, because you don't get that on the male side. And all the girls in Williams Lake, it may not have just been about the hockey, but we all wanted to work extremely hard. Like we had, for example, my mom, she was female coordinator and she put female hockey first and she had camps out for us. And we were just almost a priority and we got the chance to really work hard and we had the opportunities given to us on, hey, you can do this better. Like it was really good coaching. And we also have Total Ice up there. And Tyrell Lucas, he's awesome. He's got us training hard. He's worked with every single Williams Lake Northern Capital player. Mm-hmm. And of course, you have another Williams Lake grad uh, that uh, played for the Capitals is now at the U of C and Brett Curley. Uh, did you, how well do you know Brett? I grew up with Brett, kind of. Um, she was always a leader to me. Um, I always looked up to her and Piper. Piper and Brett, I always wanted to be them. When they came up into PG, I didn't even know PG, Northern Capitals, was a thing. And when they went up, I just saw everything about it on the newspapers. And I reached out to Brett, I believe, and she kind of gave me the idea of, hey, like it's awesome up here. And I would go on ice times with them. And they are just such hard workers. And I could see the drive that they had and they were going to go places. Like both of them are playing university hockey, college hockey. And that kind of just set my goals out because I kind of told my younger self, I want to be like that. And of course, you have another uh, person to lean on too, who's from the town of Likely and Paige Outhouse, who's at UPEI. And her brother played in the WHL too and played it and the male Caribou Cougar program. Yeah, Paige, she's quite a bit older than me, but she, when Williams Lake won the Midget A-League Provincials, Paige, Brett, and Piper were all on that team, and I'd practice with them. So I looked up to all of them, because they're the three hot shots of the team. And Paige really set out that leadership example. And same thing with Brett and Piper and Paige. I just looked up to them because they were such great role models. Is it safe to say that those players that were maybe a couple of years older than you were, were kind of your idols or did you kind of idolize other players either in your home community or did you watch much of the, you know, 
Team Canada Women's National Team or the NHL? Or did you have any other idols at all that you looked up to? I definitely looked up to those three quite a bit because they were so close and I could watch them. But even though I'm a defense, I really look up to forward Natalie Spooner. She's just awesome. Like you see the videos of her when the Olympics come around and her training and she runs through her story and I relate to her story quite a bit. She grew up in a small town, played boys hockey because I was really the only girl my age in Williams Lake who's played this far of competitive hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go into this season. Obviously, a lot of the, the names have changed. Uh, you don't have uh, Maria Ayer, Haley Armstrong, Broken Hutchings, as well as a couple of the other uh, names that I mentioned earlier on in the interview. Um, just maybe talk about how maybe the new group is coming together. Uh, you got a new coaching staff. Do you feel like you know, you're just kind of going through some uh, growing pains right now? Um, I'd say that because we have like a little young team. We definitely miss those names that you speak about. Like we were a great team last year, unstoppable. But I believe that we can be that this year if we keep up the hard work. It's growing pains like first 10 games in, only two wins. But with our new coaching staff, I think that it's promising. Mersad really puts in the hard work for us girls. And you can see that he really wants us to win. And the younger girls are starting to get a hang of the fact that this is a winning team. We need to have the winning mentality. Is there a difference in coaching style or systems in the way that maybe Merced wants you to play as compared to maybe what Mario wanted you to play in terms of styles? Um, I'd say that they're pretty similar. They both have the same goals set for me. They both wanted the same things, but there definitely is different coaching mentality about how they go about the game and their systems. Um, they're both great coaches. And I think that changes are good. Um, and Mersad's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Now you are the second Northern Capitals player to land an NCAA scholarship. Uh, it's cricket Col- ECHA, ECHA D1. ECHA D1. Um, just maybe talk about what it means to kind of you know, get that down south exposure, net that scholarship, and, and kind of join your teammate in cricket and kind of getting that, you know, American collegiate experience by by netting that commitment. Um, I didn't really think I wanted to go play in the States. It's far away from home. I'm an only child. Um, but when I heard that cricket was going down there and I was really good friends with cricket, she told me like, this is going to be the experience of a lifetime. So I decided, hey, I'm going to reach out. And the campus that I'm going to, it's one of a kind. Like Niagara Falls runs through my campus. So like you can't get that here. You can get other things. But just the experience, um, there's definitely, like you watch on TV, the university movies, high school movies, sororities and everything. It's going to be like that. But on the ice, it's just... I don't want to say better, but it's different. Like the team mentality that I'm going into Niagara university, it's a first year team this year, but the coach is definitely a strong coach. She played NCAA division one. So she knows what she's doing and the team is quite good. They won nine two their first game. So I think it's definitely going to be a great experience for me. And let's talk about those college commitments too, not just yourself and cricket, but, you know, you have Carson Niven, Ella Boone, Brooklyn Hutchings, 
You have a handful that went to Trinity Western. Uh, I would imagine that, you know, even though Haley and uh, Maria Air aren't on your team this year, they'll get a scholarship somewhere too. What does it say about the quality of hockey in this province and, and the quality of players that are coming out of your program that a, you're getting noticed and B you're landing these uh, these opportunities to play further at the university level, whether it's down South or uh, in your home country. I definitely promote caribou hockey. Like it's a great program. We have Trevor Sprague and now Merced and the rest of the coaching staff that are really looking to forward us. Their intentions are to make us better and succeed. And I think that it's a great program to come into. We build strong players as Haley Armstrong. She team BC player last year. And same with the girls at Trinity and Brooklyn Hutchings, such a strong player. And really every player that has came out of the Northern Capitals came out stronger and better and had a better mentality about the game. So I think it's an awesome program to be in. What's maybe the one thing that you've maybe most improved on since the moment you arrived at the Capitals up until now? Everything. Um, Definitely 100% a better skater. I've got way more speed and my hockey IQ. Like I went from a team that, like I said before, wasn't just entirely about hockey. It was more hanging out, socializing. And so we didn't really have the, team that was all driven to play hockey and coming into here everybody wanted to get better everybody wants to win and you kind of learn off your other players you watch them while you're sitting on the bench oh they make that pass and it just helps you with your hockey IQ and I don't like to be beat I am very competitive so building off of those strong players that come out of this program I think has made me a better player as well. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like favorite childhood hockey memories of playing back home with any like tournaments in minor hockey or, or like a, a certain game or a tournament before you came to the Capitals that, that, that kind of still kind of sticks with you? Um, yeah. So I was Bantam second year and I was playing midget single A female and we went down to Penticton to play in a tournament. And we had not won a single game yet that season. And we were like 20 games deep. And we kind of just went into it. Kate, let's just play hard. And we won all three games. And we went into the final gold medal game. It was a small tournament. And I remember I scored a hat trick that game. Um, And we won the tournament. And we actually got the trophy. And that was the best feeling ever. Like, we beat the top team for single A for that gold medal. And it may have not been such a big deal to me then, but when I look back, I'm like right in there, that's when I got my fire that I want to be on a winning team. I want to get better. How far do you want to go with hockey? Obviously you have the, the college commitment all sewn up with, with what happened a couple of weeks ago with, with where you signed, but, but, but where do you want to go after that? What do you want to pursue? Going into a nursing program. I got accepted into the nursing program. So I'm going to come out of playing university hockey as a nurse, but I want to be a coach. Like right now there isn't really a big women's professional league. So that's not the goal that I have now because it's not reality, but I want to give back. I want to be a coach and 
in reality, I want to coach a triple A team like the Northern Capitals kind of give back like Jordan Shanks did. And now what uh, Sage Desjardins is doing. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that there's maybe not that one elite pro league that, that, that exists right now. Uh, the one kind of folded there a, a couple of years ago and it's kind of left certain things in limbo, although you're, you're, you have, the spirit tour, you have a couple of traveling tours here and there. You know, there's that one league in the States that that's still running. What do you think it, it is missing in terms of keeping the pro level of, of women's hockey at, at a much more stable level? Support. I believe that there is so much support for males, males professional sports, because it's been a thing for so long. And they haven't really thought about female hockey in a way, because I believe some of the mentality of some people is we've gone this long without female professional sports. Why do we need it now? Why do we need the change? And I believe if we had that one person, somebody that's high in seniority with women's or male hockey and said, Hey, let's get this together. I believe that it would be a change, but there needs to be a better level of support. Mm -hmm. What do you think of these elite women's hockey players that are breaking into the NHL and in either coaching circles or managerial jobs. What kind of goes through your mind when you see that now? I see that they worked hard and they're doing what they want. They may not be on nice, but they're getting involved at some point. And I really idolize them like good on them for working hard and getting to that point. Like Haley Wickenheiser, she's now doctoring for an NHL team. You know, she didn't get to play pro, but she's in the pro level at some point, at some level. So I think it's awesome. Well, Rachel, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me uh, on your commitment, on your journey uh, through the Northern Capitals, as well as uh, that level and beyond with uh, with your American uh, scholarship that you uh, got with the Niagara there. Uh, thank you very much for speaking with me. And maybe we can uh, do this again sometime. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys did enjoy the interview with Rachel Lowen, and I hope you guys are able to learn and be enlightened by some of the information that Brendan Polly was able to uh, get out of the interview. And I hope that you guys are able to stay tuned for next week as we are able to produce another podcast for you guys. Remember, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Again, sorry this one was a little late just due to a couple conflicts in my schedule. I wasn't able to actually upload this in time. So, like I said, I hope you guys take care, stay safe, and stay local, loyal to the North. Have a good day, guys. I need to know.